Welcome back to another episode of Secondhand News. I'm JD, and that's Emma. I'm Emma. And if you hear noise in the background, it's always Emma. It's always going to be me. <laughs> I'm always moving uh, around and dropping stuff. Since we last talked, there was a in her and and a horrific event that went down with Nancy Pelosi's husband. He just got released from the hospital. I almost said jail, which the far right would love for me to say he just got released from jail. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna clip that now. <laughs> serious head trauma. <laughs> And now, now, great, now I'm laughing into that. I didn't mean, I'm not laughing at that. I'm laughing at the ridiculousness of actually thinking that you're going to walk into somebody's house and do something. I can't even imagine. The- and the conspiracy theories coming out of it, that Elon Musk is also retweeting on Twitter, saying that this guy was like Paul Pelosi's gay lover and that he was let into the house because the guy, what's his name, David Wayne... The Pape, 42. Um, he was a nude activist previously. He was like oh. actually really far left. But as you say, the very far left is pretty much the very far right, which I think he went down because they checked out his Facebook and his Instagram and shit like that. And he just posted conspiracy theories and right ring like propaganda. And they're saying he doesn't like Trump, but he likes Trump. It was political. He even said it was political, but the right's trying to say not. Yeah, the right's trying to say that this is a plant. This isn't us. This this guy is not. Okay, well then just con- continue that then and show me that, that he doesn't hold the same values that you have. Right. I mean, maybe that's why they took down all of his social media so that they could try to continue to say that. But he said, quote, he wanted to hold her hostage and break her kneecaps. But he is being charged for attempted murder. People were with wild. a full-blown assassination attempt. And there was another Democrat. I forget what state it was in, but he got um, beaten unconscious in his own backyard. I didn't know yep. that one. Um, this happened, I think, two days after Nancy Pelosi's husband got attacked. Um, I forget where, but it was a he's a Democrat nominee in a in a red state, and this dude like jumped his fence and just beat the shit out of him. It sets a precedent that we don't want set. It's almost like the Will Smith slap that happened um, as somebody who has written jokes and stood up there and told, I never, any kind of thing that Chris Rock, I'm not trying to say I'm Chris Rock, but I will say that I write jokes and I get on stage. And a lot of us, when that happened, were like, oh shit, that can happen to any of us. Yeah. I mean, we're up there also, doing stand-up. Like, that could happen. And then it happened to Dave Chappelle three weeks later. It happened to Dave Chappelle? Yeah. Yep, during a taping for Netflix in, in L.A. The only difference is that person left in an ambulance and didn't get an Oscar award and a standing ovation. Mm-hmm. That's the difference. That the person the- that attacked Chappelle got their ass beat on stage. Chappelle's people were ready, and he, I think even Jamie Foxx was up there. There were so many people up there that were, like, kicking this dude, (laughs) and, you know, but it it sets a precedent. Like, I saw a comedian that I follow, I follow her now because this clip went viral, 
of her having a beer thrown at her while she was on stage. That's exactly what I was just gonna ask you. I was like, have, I was gonna ask you, have you seen that TikTok of that of that woman that was up on stage and got that beer thrown at her? And it's by MAGA Republicans. And you know what she did? She picked up the beer can off the ground, chugged the rest of the beer, and threw it down. Mm-hmm. Like that was badass. That was like, all right, that was badass. <laughs> but that, uh, every time I see a stand-up like comedian post something like that, it's always a fucking Trump humper. Always. Mm-hmm. And they always ask, who did you vote for? Because that's all they care about in well, you, you mentioned Elon Musk, so I'm going to squirrel real fast. <clears throat> Have you heard about the 20-year-old kid that when he was like in high school still, he started um, a Twitter account and it was called Elon Jet. Yeah, and he follows and uh, all Elon he does Jet is post when, wherever he's going. He's posting about it. When he lands, he's posting about it. Um, he's only 20 years old, and he was doing this with the oligarchs. Yep. Oh, yeah, I uh, saw that. Um, well, now that he's got, now that Musk has Twitter, he reached out to that kid. He offered him five grand to take down the page. Oh, he offered him that a long time ago. And he said, no, I won 50000 and a Tesla. Elon can't even fucking afford that now. He put $44 billion into a sinking social media that is now pretty much truth social, by the way. When Elon got Twitter, the N-word went up 500% on Twitter. To be fair, it was all the people just waiting to say it and just flooded their feed because they thought that it's appropriate it's time. Thing. It's absolutely disgusting to do that. It's like, why? And of course, it's all these fucking white ass people. Like, no wonder people hate us. <laughs> it's like, it's so deserved. It's so deserved. But Elon is on there uh, retweeting conspiracy theories about Paul Pelosi and now wants to charge $8 to be verified on Twitter because all of these big companies are pausing their advertisements on Twitter because he can't control it. It's crazy right now on there. It's like a fucking free-for-all. And all these MAGA Republicans are loving it. They're like, free speech, free speech. Well, free speech is now going to cost you $8. So, so much for your fucking free speech that you scream about. Yeah. I mean, I am i don't use it. And, I mean, I go on there occasionally, as you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it, it drives me too insane to be on it for too long. Yeah, I actually deleted my personal Twitter account. Now I just, like, go on to our Twitter account and just like things. But I, oh, my gosh, the, within 48 hours of Elon buying it and, like, actually owning it, my mental health deteriorated so bad. Because I, I would sign on and I wouldn't see the people I follow. I would see MAGA and, like, all of these fucking crazy people just screaming about fucking Trump and everything. It's like, shut shut up. I'm tired of this. So I just deleted it. <laughs> I don't fight with anybody though. I can smell my roommate. We have four apartments in our house. Our house Mm -hmm. is like a big house with four apartments. And we're the second and third floor. And I'm on the third floor. And I can smell the dude cooking from the first floor. And all that makes me think is that he definitely smells my weed when I smoke it. Oh my gosh. So I asked my neighbors. So I'm I'm cat sitting my neighbor's cats. Well, I'm feeding them. I go over to her place and feed them. And 
um, I was talking to her and I'm like, hey, do you ever smell my weed? And she's like, only once I smelled it when it was like really bad. And I was like, oh, I was having a shit day then, wasn't I? But like, I try not to smoke in my living room. But sometimes I'm like, I just don't give a fuck. But my living room is right next to my door. You open up the door to my apartment and you're in my living room. So it was obviously going like out the cracks of the door or some shit. And I'm just throw like, a towel at the bottom, old school. Huh? I remember you got to throw a towel. Oh, the top is all like I will usually put a sheet over the door so that it like won't go out at all. But like I try not to smoke like actual green. I try to like just use the oil just because it doesn't smell. It's easier. Um, but I didn't do it that day because I didn't give a flying fuck. And I know exactly what day she's talking about. <laughs> and that was a bad day. <laughs> Um, speaking of bad days, do you know a 23-ton chunk of a space station is, like, plummeting towards Earth? And I they don't know where, that. And they don't know where it's going to land yet? No, I thought that they had a bunch of, like, predicted paths that it could go down. They haven't narrowed it down yet? Um, I read the article, I guess, early, earlier today. It was Newsweek. Oh. It was a Newsweek article. So I don't know. It All it says is a massive piece of space junk um, from a Chinese rocket is forecast to come crashing back to Earth on Friday. That's today. A The 23-ton rocket part is the core stage booster from China's Long March 5B rocket, whatever that means. Which delivered the third and final piece of China's space station October 31st. Usually, when jettisoned rocket pieces re enter the atmosphere, they are designed to do so at a particular location, crashing predetermined parts of the o- into the ocean. Mm. However, however, this chunk of whatever, is undergoing an uncontrolled re-entry. Uncontrolled entry means that there are no measures in place to ensure the remnants of this large debris object lands in an unpopulated zone. Thanks, New Zealand. Because it was New Zealand that actually discovered, like, hey, this isn't isn't what it's supposed to do. Zealand is on top of it, right? Like you never hear anything coming out of New Zealand, but they're like, "Hey, guys, um, <laughs> this is kind of flying down here. We got to figure they it were, out." They, what they did? They they were the first one that eradicated COVID, in my opinion. I think that they actually were, weren't they? They had like no cases and like we're back to normal before the rest of us. Like a year ahead of us. Yeah, and like they're what type of what type of um? There was the democracy. Are they're they? Pre- President's a woman. Amazing. We need a woman. Yeah. And um, and she handled the COVID. She put everybody in quarantine for like three months with pay. Bada bing, bada be. boom. As it should be. What America could do if they actually cared about their citizens and not just the 1%. Um, you yeah. Know, that okay. will never... <laughs> They don't even care about them. They just Speaking like, all right, of, you have this much money. <laughs> you know, I I know you're not. I I feel like every week I should have a new piece of sports news that you just are completely. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> <Go ahead. laughs> 
But it was interesting to me. There's, do you know what CTE is? No. CTE is what happens to your brain when you get hit too many times in the head. Okay. Um, it will cause you to like commit suicide. And your mental health goes like there was a player that I read, the Sports Illustrated thing. He was he played for the Packers for years. This guy Sam Shields, um, he won't be in a Hall of Fame. He's just a regular player that played for about eight years, and now completely regrets it because of all the damage it did to his brain. Oh, so it's just like continuous brain damage. Yeah. Oh, wow. That, that might even be what it, like, part of it stands for. But it has to do with concussions and getting too many concussions. And they've been having a huge problem with these players coming back from concussions way too soon when they're not medically fit. And the trainers are the ones that are just giving them the nod to go ahead. Like, yeah, that's okay. Like, he's ready when their trainers are not third-party trainers. They're people that are getting paid by the NFL, by the teams individually. So the teams can easily be like, hey, do what we want, you know? Yeah. Um, what I mean, kind of stuff, crazy. What kind of stuff do you have written down? Um, I had a lot about Nancy Pelosi, um, and I had a lot about Twitter. Did you see AOC and Elon Musk at not a fight on Twitter? <laughs> she, all right, in my personal opinion... And I'm going to tell you, I'm not the biggest AOC fan. I'm not. She gets it wrong a lot. She does not do a lot of research on her shit. But she, I feel like she did own Elon in that fight. Even though his sweatshirts are like 58 bucks, I think that's actually a pretty reasonable, reasonable price, especially since her like employees actually get like benefits and pay and shit like that. And then you get Elon who just fired, what, like 75% of Twitter. Not knowing, too, that these, like, executives or whoever he fucking fired, if they got, like, fired or something during, like, a, a rebuy or acquisition or something, they get, like, $200 million. Yeah, it's like they get, like, a huge severance. And this fucking moron, Elon Musk, didn't even think of that. He's just like, bye, as he's carrying his stupid sink around in the Twitter headquarters. Like, it's so, he doesn't think. He just, like... This rich dude that can just buy things and then he impulsively does it. And I think he's starting to see that his decision was a really bad idea because Tesla is not doing the best either. So he, take, so he has like two really shit companies. Oh, he also has SpaceX. I don't really know much about that, though, to be honest. He put a car in space. Did he? Maybe he should like, I don't know, feed the homeless. Why the fuck do we need a car in space? He... He is doing providing Starlink. Yeah, he's providing Starlink as he's like what turned it off already. No, he did a little dangle on the carrot. Yeah, I, <laughs> I will say that. Um, but he he is asking for nothing, as he is paying a lot of money out of his own pocket to keep Starlink up for Ukraine. I don't think he's the one paying. I think no, he, he stopped paying, and and now well, it's his we're stuff. Paying. No, it, it's his stuff, as in, like, it's he's losing money. When I say he's paying, I mean he's just losing money on not being profitable. Mm. Oh, okay. I got you. Do you know what I mean? It's not like yeah. he's putting out dollars 
for this, he's just losing money on the back end. So mm-hmm. that's why it's costing him money is because it's money not being made. But continuously losing money at this point. And I'm telling you, that's one of the I cannot wait for Elon's downfall. I'm gonna laugh. I'm gonna find it fucking hilarious. <laughs> you wouldn't be alone. You wouldn't be alone. Um Oh no, him and his fucking like his friends. Oh my god, I hate them all. I read somewhere and this is off topic, um but it was about Massachusetts General Hospital. Um oh. it has eight hundred and eighty people on its wait list for psychiatric psychiatric type of illnesses. I'm not surprised. Um the list has grown um they are asking for doctors to stop sending them urgent requests. I got a weird message. Can you hear me? Yeah. I don't know. It's telling me that you can't hear me. Sorry, what was that? It lied. It's it, fucking lying to me, and I'm pissed about it. <laughs> um, Basically, the American Psych- Psychological Association reported last year that 7 out of 10 psychologists with a wait list said it's grown longer every day since the pandemic. Oh, the pandemic destroyed people's mental health. It destroyed and my mental health. People, it didn't destroy my mental health at all, to be honest with you. Like, I, I did just fine. I enjoyed being home with my wife and having an excuse not to do anything because, sorry, I would, but COVID, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I loved it. Um, and I wasn't alone. Like, you know, Mikey and me spent a ton of time together and we don't get, like, tired of each other's bullshit. We kind of used to it by now. So... I, it was going back to work that sent me back into therapy. It was going um, back to work that sent you into therapy? Yeah, it was going back to work that put me back into therapy. Um, and not because I could afford it. It was, I'm still paying $0 because I have, I'm under the county insurance. So oh. I don't pay, I don't pay a dollar for therapy. No copay. And I do it every two weeks. Mikey does it every week. Um, same thing. So we're really fortunate that we have therapy and we can see, but people got to know the difference between therapists and psychologists. Yeah. I, I think if, you, if you're listening and you're not sure which one's which, therapy is like somebody that's going to give you advice on how to deal with things on a level of like, you should try this or do that. Um, a psychologist you tell all your same problems to and they write everything down to a little pen pad and they're like all right here's your scripts wouldn't that be a psychiatrist yeah isn't that what i said i thought you said psychologist oh if i did i definitely did not mean it but i probably (laughs) did i probably definitely did did you smoke a little before it no (laughs) no no i'm just that is a very common way. mistake, though. When I worked in uh, health insurance, people wouldn't know the difference with it. And it's like, it, I can see why. I mean, they seem kind of similar. But, I mean, like, when I used to go to a psychiatrist, he didn't, he would listen to me. But psychiatrists don't generally want to listen and do a whole, like, CBT session with you. They want, like, okay, what's your problem? All right, here's your meds. Get out. <laughs> That's the truth. And, and then I, they'll charge you five hundred fucking dollars for fifteen minutes. 
I'm lucky once again because I'm not paying anything when I see my oh, psych. Right. Yeah. Um, therapy therapies every two weeks, and psychiatrist is once a month. Oh, there you go. But I do, I do therapy once a week too, but I have bullshit health insurance, so it's great. You know, fucking getting covered at seventy five percent after my twenty five hundred dollar deductible, and then having thirty five hundred dollar out of pocket because that's the only health insurance that I was able to afford. I I pay for it monthly for what fucking reason? Like health insurance, and this is coming from somebody that worked in health insurance, is the biggest scam. One of the biggest scams in America. It's all for profit. You could be a cancer patient and have your chemo denied because a health insurance company decided it wasn't medically necessary. That just happened with, with, with MS. That just happened where she needed a medication and I forget which one it was. Um, it doesn't really matter which, but her doctor, her neurologist said, hey, your life would be a lot better with X medication. And then the CBS is like, sorry, but it's $410 out of pocket. We're like, what? They're like, yeah, the insurance won't cover it. And so then we had to argue with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and guess what? They still don't cover it. And she had to get like a knockoff version of a different thing that does the same thing. And it's yeah. So whatever, whatever will help a health insurance company, a billion dollar health insurance company to save a few fucking dollars. Do you know they why they put- do that? Do you know why they make you wait even like a week? Is they have all of our money sitting in a in, in an account. Think of it like a savings account that's accruing interest. Mm-hmm. And all of our money is in this one giant account accumulating interest every day. So if it takes me an extra seven days to cut you a check, I just made that company thousands of dollars in interest by holding on to that money for another week. It's just such a lack of care for anyone but themselves. I remember when, like, I started, you know, dating Colleen, my first fiance, and she was bipolar, schizophrenic, and she had every, she had to fight for everything mental health-wise. Mm-hmm. She had to fight the insurances. She had to fight disability. It, every everything that we had to do was a push in a pool. Like it, it always and, is. And that was, you know, she's been dead seven years. So, like, we've come a long way since then. She passed away in 2015. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's been seven years. And people are now just finally starting to be okay with being like, oh, I'm bipolar. Yeah, now it's like, now it's, you see it everywhere. I mean, people just like put it online now. And like, to me, I'm like, hey, that's great. I wouldn't, but that's just me personally. I like to keep things private, but it's it's kind of like, when it comes to mental health, and this is just like what I, I, I saw again within health insurance, is mental health claims get denied so much because it's so hard to to prove it. You know, it's not like a broken arm and you see it on an x-ray and, and you can send that to the health insurance company and it's physically broken. It's like a doctor has to say like, yeah, this person has schizophrenia or bipolar or depression or something like that. And the health insurance company is like, are you sure? 
let me ask for a prior authorization that the doctor just just wrote a script for, but let me just double check with the doctor that he's sure. It's like the doctor wrote the fucking script. Just fill it. Just fill it. Why do I have to tell my health insurance company every single diagnosis that I have and then they can decide what I get to have, like for my medication or for my treatment? Like I don't get I, I just I don't get it. And then like half the time you have to have a peer to peer to get that shit done. And They're that is impossible. Impossible. I feel so bad. I've never personally had to do a peer to peer, but I've seen it and it's horrible. Horrible. I she had to do a panel with three people to mm-hmm. try to get approved. And then she cried for a half an hour to them about how it can drastically change your life. Mm-hmm. And then they still denied it anyway. Yeah. They just, they probably just looked at her and was like, yeah, they have no empathy. They have no fucking care because they're lining their pockets with money while she's sitting there crying. They're just making more money. And That's the worst part is. is, the worst part is, the people on the computer aren't the ones getting rich. You know what right. I mean? They're the one, they're getting, um, I'm sure they're getting nice little, you know, bonuses. But they're just as bad as their manager that's telling them not to do it. Right. They're following through. It's like, I hate, I hate to be all like, well, Hitler's men, but. <laughs> oh my God. It's, I just. When I worked at the health insurance company, my mental health deteriorated so bad. That's that's actually when I was in therapy like twice a, a week because I worked in the call center like a customer service rep. And people would call me up hysterically crying. And I just answered the phone like I can't really do much. And they're like, why are you denying this? And it's just like they say it's not medically necessary. And they're like, I'm in so much pain. And I'm like, I am so sorry. I can't do anything. My I couldn't work that job anymore. I couldn't do it because I had it's like to what I do. Huh? That's like what I do now where I'm scheduling for people in orthopedics and I got to talk to them and be like, I know I'm a patient too. Mm-hmm. I get it. I understand your frustration. Mm-hmm. I would be frustrated too. Cause all I can do at that, t- at that point is either be argumentative and then that doesn't help anything. Then it's just two people trying to match each other's energy. Right. Or I can get on their side. My my thing is I'm gonna I'm gonna change. I'm not gonna sit across from the table from you. I'm gonna sit right next to you at the table and point with you. Mm-hmm. You know, because and and every time somebody's like screaming and bitching at me, they're like, You better tell your bosses. I said they're listening. They listen to all the calls. <laughs> They audit my calls. Okay, I I used to love that when they would say that to me too. And like they they literally listen to my calls and then they grade me because when you work at a call center, it's like you're pretty much back in high school. You're yeah. timed. You're yeah. graded. You're yeah. yelled at. You have to yeah. ask ninety percent of the time to go to the fucking bathroom. Well, now you can just get up and walk away because most of us are at home. Um, yeah, I know. And then they no, tell I get you. That. Three minutes after you put yourself on like make busy or something, like what are you doing? It's like I'm taking a shit. What the fuck do you think I'm doing? <laughs> yeah. Go away. Well, there's people that definitely take advantage of it. Like, oh yeah, because that's everywhere. Yeah, it, it's it's so bad sometimes that like I'll lose interest in even working hard because I realize that I'm the only one that's answering all the calls in a row and not taking the time. Mm-hmm. And you know how I, I am when it comes to, like, numbers drive me. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, you are such a sales associate at Best Buy. 
but and and that's any facet of life though for me i'm driven by numbers so if whether it's working with my dad or working at best buy or working like i can see the call times my Mm -hmm. average call is three minutes and 20 seconds the average for my department is four minutes and 45 seconds. I'm a whole minute and a half faster than the average. What are you doing? What's your, what's your uh, trick? I'm not taking time in between the calls. Oh, you don't like hanging off and not, do it? And I'm not trying to, I'm also, I think this is a big one too. I don't pretend to play doctor. Mm, like yeah. there's so many times that I have to call my doctors and they're like, well, what's wrong with you? And then they're trying to diagnose me over the phone. Like, bro, you're just answering a phone. Like, you don't need any of this information. Just like, I'll talk I do to this. The doctor. <laughs> I, I've, I've always thought that way, though. So now that I'm on the other end of the phones, I don't ask them. I say, okay, is this a return visit or is this something new? Something new? All right, boom, move on. What is it? Leg hurt? Did you hurt it today or yesterday or just over time? Boom into the next one so like i don't waste time trying to play doctor i don't like try to ask you what your diagnosis is i get the notes that i need and i move on to the next call wrap up time the time in between your calls the average in my department is one minute and 40 seconds in between calls Mm -hmm. my average is 15. 15 seconds yeah Holy shit, you want to know what my average was? Three full fucking minutes. (laughs) I used to get yelled at for that. They're like, you're not taking enough phone calls. I'm like, you don't take any phone calls. Go away. I take 100 a day. I take 100 a day in eight hours. So that's that's crazy to me. So I would average probably 35 to 40 something phone calls. That's what everybody else is though. Yeah, every everybody else in my department was averaging like eighty to ninety. Like that's how much I hated. I have that a theory job. though. I have a, the reason I do it this way, and I push myself so hard to do it that way, is because I need to call out all the time. Oh, okay, yeah. I need to get time off all the time to take care of Mikey or do something for myself. Mm-hmm. And. I feel like it would be a lot easier to fire me if when I worked, like I try to make it a point like, Hey, sorry that I got to miss so much time, but when I'm here, I'm here. Right. Right. And they see that. That's why it's important for me to hit the, because I know it's hard to take, like I'm replaceable. You're replaceable. We're all replaceable. Mm-hmm. These companies have made millions of dollars before we existed, and they still will continue to with us not being working for them anymore. Mm-hmm. The thing is, they don't want to have to replace you. They don't right. want to have to hire and train somebody new and take six. It's it's like a six month um, investment to hire a new employee. Costs thousands of dollars to hire a new employee. By the time you give them paid training. Or whatever kind of tools they're going to need, whether it's equipment, like work computers at home, mm-hmm. you know, um, it's, it's thousands of dollars to invest in somebody. Right. And then and, you don't and, even know if they're going to stick around either. A new employee is a big risk to a company. Yeah. 
And as opposed to an employee that calls out a lot, but when he's here, he's here. Mm-hmm. Um, and I firmly believe, knock on some wood, that's why I haven't been written up once. And granted, I have doctor's notes also for most of my absences. Um, but yeah, I, I don't tend to, when I'm, but when I'm working, I'm working. Mm-hmm. Like, so it is what it is at the end of the day. And that's why I don't let it bother me too much when people are slacking off because they're there every day and I'm not. And I'm wondering like how many people would like look at my numbers and be just like, what the fuck is Emma doing? It's like, I, nothing. I don't mean, I, I wasn't doing shit. I would legit, if somebody was screaming at me on the phone, I would turn off my uh, surge protector to shut everything down and just disconnect the phone call. So that they wouldn't see on the other end that I hung up. It would just see that the call dropped. It was really funny, though, because I was actually thinking about this the other day. And I was like, wow, like, I would get so upset that somebody was screaming at me. And then I watched the How I Met... We got to talk about How I Met Your Mother every single fucking episode here. But it's that episode when Barney was, like, talking to Marshall. And he's like, you're really going to get upset that somebody talked loudly at you? And I'm like... Every time I hear Barney say that to Marshall, it clicks in my head. I'm like, why do I cry when people yell at me? They're just talking loudly to me. Why do I get upset about it? (laughs) Isn't it called the chain of the uh, the chain? Yeah, the chain of uh, screaming, the circle of screaming. He changed it a few times throughout the show. Because it's not really a chain. Right. It doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't. It didn't link up right. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. And it had I to do with it. Lily yelling at the kid in school who then yep. went home and the dad got yelled at and the dad worked for Barney. And <laughs> and then Barney gets yelled at. And ugh, that's a good episode. But that just reminds me, actually, uh, I watched that episode like two days ago. And you but can't tell I'm me like... if it's Chain of Screaming huh? Circle? And said so you just watched that episode? Well, it was like two days ago. It's a, it's a chain of screaming. No, he changed it throughout the episode too. The chain because he realized you're, you're it's like, not it's, a chain. You're like it's two days ago. Like that was two years ago. You're like, right. come on. Look, I watched that two whole days ago. I was very high when I watched that episode, so you gotta forgive me. Okay. Okay. I was I guess... very high, and I was painting. I had my painting going. Okay. I multitask. What season are you on now? I feel like that's season three. Four. Okay. Okay. We're slowly getting there. Slowly getting there. I didn't know that my life would get so fucking busy the moment I said, I'm going to watch How I Met Your Mother in two days. (laughs) I don't know what kind of... We we get big eyes um, when it comes to, like, what we want to watch. I I don't know why I did this to myself, but I restarted over Sons of Anarchy again. How many times? I haven't watched SOA in years. I don't think I've watched it sober in my life. So we're already done almost season one already. How many is it? Six. Oh, okay. But but they're hour-long episodes. Oh, wow. Um, The show is amazing. I mean, it's about gun runners up in, you know what I mean, up in North California. Um. But it's just one of those shows that definitely keeps you in, though, because every episode ends with some kind of traumatic event that, you know, make you want to watch again next week. You know what I mean? They were part of Well, they were part of, you know, the golden age of TV. Mm -hmm. 
how it started with like Breaking Bad and as Sopranos ended, all these new shows came out of Sopranos and one of them was Sons of Anarchy where oh. where people were like oh, it's like Sopranos but they're on bikes. You know that's what happens with shows like that where people are like, oh, it's like this but without this or with the this. Sons of Anarchy is good. Um uh, if you like bikers but if you just like drama and action, then it's an awesome show. I mean, the writing in it is amazing. The guy that created the show like went under, not undercover. He told them what he was doing, but he hung out with a bunch of Hell's Angels. Oh. And like learned terminology, all about gun running, all this illegal shit that they do. And he oh, got a lot oh. of cool like story ideas from them. Um, but he hasn't really done much. Besides Sons of Anarchy, but he's a great writer, though. Kurt I mean, that Sutton. probably took a lot out of him. He had to run with, like, <laughs> Hell's Angels for a while. <laughs> you ain't kidding. And and this dude is an This dude, when you see him, um, he plays one of the old bikers in the show. and But he's, like, the biker that's a, in jail the entire show. And oh, he's, like, okay. he's, like, their jailbird connection that will always get messages through into jail. Um, and he, he's missing like an eye and he's all tatted up on his arms and he has the long hair into the pony and you're like, oh, that's an old biker dude. But really it's just like a big nerd. Um, what else did I have? Have we talked about what's happening in Arizona? Um, the voter intimidation? Yeah. We went, we did talk briefly about it. Um, not long ago. Didn't somebody get arrested? Um, they chased away one person and the other person, like, came back a couple hours later. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep, I remember that. Oh, and now they have, um, they have that rule that they can't, they have to stay, I think, like, 200 feet away from the ballot box. 75. Oh, oh, it's only 75 feet? Why did I think it was 200? Only 75 feet? Can they have their fucking guns out still? Yep, because it's Arizona. Oh, it's an open carry state, isn't it? But they can't talk to them. That's so ridiculous that they even allow that. I know. It's it's, it's it's clear as day what their intentions are. Oh yeah, it's it's one hundred percent. It's I just I don't get it. And I was actually on when I was looking on Twitter before we got on here in Wisconsin, a Republican. Let me actually pull up the tweet because somebody actually just got fired in Wisconsin for like taking absentee ballots from the military and putting them towards a Republican. I'm gonna have I, to find it. I wish I, I, I have some numbers that are like scary. Um, but on there's a whole website called electionbettynods.com where Election. you betty nods instead of like you know, being the betting odds to a football game, it's all about the election. And as of now, there's a 65 percent, 65 to 35% for Republicans to take over the Senate and 88% chance they're going to take it over the House control. I'm not trusting those right now. I've been told not to. Well, I've, I've looked into it, and I see that it, it 
primarily done by Republicans, isn't it? Those like polls and stuff like that. So I feel like they're not. Now, I'm not saying that it's not true because really anything can happen. And I know that the, the Republicans are supposed to take one of the two. I forget which one it is. Do you want to see who called me yesterday and I answered it? Ew. Ew. Oh, what did you say, though? For those who are listening instead of watching, I got a phone call and it popped up on my caller ID, Mastriano for gov <clears throat> And I hate this dude. I've hated this dude since... Before he even was at January 6th, I hated this dude. Um, but I get the call, and I'm like, hello. And I answered it like I was going to talk to them, right? I'm like, hello. They're like, hi, is this Gerald? We're calling about Doug Mastriano for governor. And I audibly laughed. I was like, <laughs> like that. You know what I mean? I'm just like. <laughs> I can just see you doing that. Like cackling at them. Yeah. And I would just, <laughs> isn't that the guy that tried to storm the Capitol on January 6th? <laughs> and then she paused and she was like, so I just wanted to see if we had your support for Doug Mastriano. I'm like, you are smiling. I can hear <laughs> you laughing. And then she <laughs> said, so can we count on your food? I said, no, you stormed the Capitol. Then I hung up on <laughs> Do you get that? Do you get those calls because you're a registered Republican? Yeah. Because yeah. I got I got a text message uh, today from let me see. Here. Like Mikey didn't get that call. Mikey's a registered Democrat. That that's. Oh, I see. But that's that's to your credit. It's people like that that are pulling those numbers. So mm-hmm. I don't I don't find them to be factual either because obviously they're going to consider me. Yeah, I voted when no, I did not vote for him. You know. Right. So and I, I'm I'm thinking that you might be right about that. Well, I was listening to this podcast. I listened to this guy, um, this podcast called the Rational Boomer Podcast. I highly recommend it. And he he talks about like the polls a lot and how, like especially with this election, we can't really trust them too much because one, it's already like early voting has already like broken so many records all over the place. And usually when there's more votes, it means it's mostly Democrats. Right. So, but he, he brings up a good point where he's like, what have they done to win? Like all of they, all of they've done is taken away rights and they keep showing and proving to us that they're going to continue to do so and plan to do so. And really it's these people that actually want like an authoritative government that are going to be like voting actually Republican. But really, how many are there? They're very loud, but I don't think that there's as many of them as we think that there are. Yeah, Washington Post just did a thing um, where it's Barack Obama was apparently at a rally in Arizona and was gotten to like a back and forth argument with a heckler in the crowd over democracy can live or die in Arizona if they show up to vote or not. I I am worried about Arizona. I'm very worried about Arizona. I'm worried about Georgia. I'm worried about Florida. I'm worried about DeSantis. I, unfortunately, now, 
as much as I want like Texas and Florida to turn blue, I don't think they're going to. I never see that happening. No. And I I really like Beto. I really like Beto. I think he really Is it Beto or Beto? I whenever I watch TikTok, they say Beto. Oh, okay. I always so. thought it was Beto, so I, I listen to TikTok. TikTok you're not allowed to lie on TikTok. I don't know if you know that. Tick, every TikTok you see is just full of truth, but it's on his TikTok account. Okay. I but um, I think he really fucked himself over when he went on stage and said that he was going to come and take people's guns away. Like, you're in Texas, and you said that. Like, you can be for, like, gun reform and shit like that, but you can't go on stage in Texas saying you're going to take their guns away. You just lost half of Texas. Yeah. And people More, don't get yeah. that. And it's people- a shame that, like, Texas could be so good if, like, they, even, like, little things, like, allow cannabis. You know how much right. money in a state like that, having cannabis legalized would drive revenue and Maybe taxes? Maybe they could put their fucking electrical grid, you know? That they fucking say that they thrive off of, but they can't keep their fucking citizens alive. You know, during the winter. Let's see what happens this winter. Yeah. Well, they didn't do anything. They didn't fix anything. All they did was bill their customers a mass amount of money for the time that they didn't have the power and that they were dying. Hey, Scuba. Scuba! She's she's already jumped down. Okay. She's like, no, she's already out. Part of it today. She checked out the window and she saw what she needed to see and then she got the hell out of here. Oh, but I got I got a text message from Emmanuel Docker for state rep. Now I already voted for this guy. Um, he's a Democrat. Um, but what? I was hoping. What? I said what you? Oh yeah, I know. Can you believe it? Can you believe I voted all Democrat on my ballot? Can you fucking believe that? Can yeah. you? I didn't know that they responded though. So I was like, yeah, you got my vote, and they're like, oh my god, thank you. I'm like, oh shit, you're a real person. I thought. <laughs> I thought you were like an automatic message. You're like, the last day for early voting is tomorrow, but of course you can vote on Tuesday the 8th. And I'm like, oh, shit, I thought I was just talking to a robot. But it's a real person behind that text All they're doing is sending out texts all day long. Oh, I wish I would get a, a call for, like, um, fucking Jeff Deal or something and be like, hey, do you think you want to vote for Jeff Deal? And I just want to, like, just do what you did and just laugh at them. I fucking hate that, dude. He showed up on a, on the TV at the restaurant I was at last night. That motherfucker. I'm so sick of seeing his face. Where did you go to but eat? We I, I went to Cabby Shack in Plymouth on the waterfront. I remember Cabby Shack. They have the best bar pizza. Is it? Yeah. Oh, it's so good. And they win like a bunch of awards for their clam chowder because like you stick your spoon in it and it just stays. It's so yeah. sick. Yeah, I used to I used to like going to Cabby Shack. Uh, that brings me back. I, I miss downtown Plymouth. Oh, it's changed so much. Really? Because like, in the past two years, downtown Plymouth is, it's not even dead in winter anymore. They've put so many apartment complexes and condominiums like within that small area that in the winter, you're still waiting in line to get into places where it's like, this was like the one time when like people who actually live here <laughs> could like go out to the restaurants they like yeah. and not wait. But they, I went to um, college there. I went to Quincy College. Oh, in um, the rope factory? The old rope factory in Plymouth? No. 
I went to Quincy College so long ago, it was still up by the library over on Water Street. You know where Sam Diego's you know where Sam Diego's is? Yeah. Right behind that is an old library. That's where I went to school. That's where the original campus was before they bought the road factory. They got that factory in like 2007. And I was there from 2005 to 2007. Like, I was the last semester that was in the library and not, I didn't go to any classes actually in that factory. Oh, really? Oh, that's yep. what, because like I went to, to Quincy College in the, in the factory. But yeah, that, for like three years. Yep, nope. I went to the one that was actually like up right behind San Diego's. And it was downtown. I love driving down there every night. And you know what I mean? Like, we would yeah. do shit after, sc- after school. Because I was in night school. So mm-hmm. I was there from 6 to 9 every day. Oh, that's brutal. I can never do that. 6 p.m. I can never to 9 p.m.? Yeah. I worked, at that time, I was working at the, um, I was working at the UPS down by Sagamore. Mm-hmm. I, I lived in Carver. Or Kava, however you want to say Kava. it. I lived in Cabin. <laughs> we had them in our backyard. Um, and I would drive to basically the last exit off of three to go okay. down to Sagamore Bridge. Mm-hmm. Right before the Sagamore Bridge is a giant UPS distribution center. And I worked from there from 4 a.m. to 8.30 every day. And then I drove home got a shower and then i drove to the cvs up off exit 10 up by you is it 10 it's kingston cvs but it's not kingston it's more towards the what's duxbury deluxebury yeah Uh, i I worked on that that corner yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. that's where i used to go for my yeah I, i i worked there from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. every day. Mm-hmm. So I did 4 to 8.30 in UPS, 10 to 4 at CVS, and then 6 to 9 in, in class. And then you had to do homework. Yeah, I, but I had straight A's because I didn't know anybody up there at the time yet. I, oh. did that, I did that schedule for about two months, and then I went to Best Buy, mm-hmm. bought a CD, because that's an old sentence to say. Um, <laughs> they don't even sell them anymore. <laughs> and the girl behind the counter was like, you should work here. We're hiring. Use my name as a witchman called. And I came that's in <laughs> and look at me now. Oh, yeah. Just their best buy for almost a decade. Oh, you and me both. I, I, I did get in trouble, though, and I did get fired eventually for theft. I will admit At that. best buy? Yep. I didn't know you got fired for theft. Well, this was 2015, JD, high on drugs. You know gotcha. what I mean? Um, do you know what I was doing? Because, I mean, not that you would appreciate, but you understand what I say when I'm... Okay. So, I was, ta- I was fishing out hundreds. Mm-hmm. I would go to the drawers that I wasn't working on, and I would take a piece of Best Buy tape, and, and I would stick it in the bottom part of the drawer... And fish $100 bills out. Oh, wow. Or I would use a reward zone card. You know how they were on that, like, plastic and you broke it off? Yeah. I would 
stick that inside the a bottom thing and I would shimmy the money out that way. Oh wow. And eventually they caught me. And I would How always How long did that go on for? Months. Um I would do it on drawers that I wasn't working on. This way it was never mm-hmm. tied back to my numbers. If I knew and I would I would also I was so bad Emma I would go up to random registers and I knew admin. I knew how to like check the drawer if there was cash inside or not. Yeah, I remember you used to know admin. I think you did admin like once or twice at the Plymouth store. I was doing admin when you got hired. Okay. That's 2011. 2011. Yeah, 2011. Yep. I was doing admin with um, Christy and Steve and Robin. Oh, yeah, that's real. Yeah. So. I didn't mean to say it like that. No, 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 no. I'm still friends with Christy. Christy and I talk all the time still. Oh, really? How's she doing? Doing good. Remarried. Yeah. She Well, she was dating one of our co-workers. Oh, I don't And they got married. I was at their wedding. That entire and... store hated me, so I don't <laughs> Not everybody. I didn't hate you. Yeah, you like me. You, you, you still like me. <laughs> There's one other person that um, I still talk to. From there, aside from you, I was actually so relieved to like get out of that store. That store. So I worked in, I've worked in four different bus buys, and one was in a one was in Texas, and I will say that that store that you and I met at was the most dra- drama filled store I have, and I've worked in I've worked in so many retail spaces, but I've worked at multiple Best Buys, and I have never been in so much drama than I was in that store. <laughs> I've seen worse drama in Jersey Best Buys. Oh, in Jersey? Well, I was in a Texas Best Buy, and I thought that maybe that would be dramatic. No. No, down south are <laughs> way nice to your face and really mean uh, no, behind your they back. They called me a fucking Yankee over the walkie. They would call me Yankee over the walkie. They're not nice. They're assholes. <laughs> Get over it. You lost. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> they did lose. And then they'd be like, your accent is so funny. I can't understand you. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Oh, you can't understand me? I have no idea what the fuck just came out of your mouth, but okay. <laughs> your accent's and not that hate- bad. I've, I've heard way worse accents than yours. I don't even, I barely even have an accent. You I'm have an that, accent. Yes, you do. I, I have a speech impediment, okay? I was in speech therapy for many, many years growing up. And That's my what they accent, told you. No, I remember it. I couldn't say the word giraffe for the longest time. <laughs> I had no idea how to say it. And then I'm told when I get mad, I my like quote unquote Boston accent comes out. But I also it's the truth. It's the truth. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go watch sports games. I got the Phillies and I got the Eagles both on tonight. I'm so, go but. I will shoot you a message, I'm sure. And it was a pleasure, as always. Thanks for hanging out. Yes, thanks for joining us in our hangout sesh. And thanks for listening, too. We have a ton more listeners than we do viewers. So if you want to watch, we're on YouTube. Um, But, yeah, if you just want to keep listening, I'm here for that, too. Yep. All right. I'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.